This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spreading like this Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome to Marking Out, episode 410. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure that you tune into all of our past episodes, MarkingOut.com, iTunes, Stitcher, Play, and on Google Radio. Also, go check out Facebook.com slash MarkingOut. Give us a like. Also, check out ProWrestlingTees.com slash MarkingOut. I just want to throw a quick thing in there. It's Stitcher Radio. What did I say? Google Radio. No, you said Stitcher Play. Oh, eh, close enough. You might have said. Wait, did you say Google? Did you say Google Radio? I think so. Does anybody actually check out Stitcher or Google anyways? Is anybody listening? Are there any (laughs) socks? We got Facebook. We got Pro Wrestling Tees YouTube. YouTube YouTube.com slash MarkingOut11. Send us an email, MarkingOut1 at gmail.com. Also, go check out Twitter at MarkingOut. You can follow me, Dave, on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore M-O. Follow Brandon at BTTG161 and Chris at ChrisWeenDog. Hey, Chris, how are you doing? Hey, I'm back. I missed last week because last week was insane in my life, but I'm back. I'm doing fantastic. There's a bird fight going on in my background right now, Um, but it's okay. And we're also sitting here with the star of the show, Brandon, who you can follow on Twitter at BTTG161. Brandon, how are you doing today? I'm doing awesome as always. So how was your your, uh, week, Chris? Oh, um, well, my two weeks. Um, I wrote it down because I want to try to condense it in as much as I possibly can. Um, I filmed exactly a, what I should be doing. I know, right? Um, I filmed a lot of basketball. I think in the past two weeks, I filmed five, uh, six, seven basketball games in the past mm-hmm. two weeks. Uh, I've waited tables three days. Yeah, so there's been a lot of work. Uh, I have found some time, though, to uh, do some other things. Uh, for one Saturday, I went into good old Brooklyn, Brooklyn, New York, and uh, I saw our good friend that we we mentioned on the show several times, Dan. Uh, we went to a lovely, we had a nice mandate, went to a lovely steakhouse called Amber Steakhouse and ate steak and drank whiskey. And then I dragged Dan with me uh, to a place called the Kingsland in Greenpoint where we saw uh, Vision of Disorder, old school Long Island hardcore band. And they were kind of, I mean, they've got such a big reputation and they were <laughs> the band that got me into underground hardcore. I was like, you know, I was listening, but I was like 15, 16 years old. I was listening to corn and rage against the machine and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But there was that one, the first ever record store. They were like, Hey, go out and support music, go buy a CD. So, I mean, they give you a list of CDs to buy, but I'm like, no, I'm buying this vision of Disorder album. And that kind of sent me in the wormhole. Where but, are you at the, the wall? Yeah, the wall right there nice. on the Eric Road. Yeah, we rode our bikes from Dan's house to the wall because that's what we used to do when we were kids. Instead of taking Ubers, we'd uh, ride yeah, our bikes. Ride every- bikes. Ride it bikes. Was a lot better back then. <laughs> I know. Simpler it, times. Now, with this band, is this one of the bands that you have a tattoo of or no? No, not yet, at least. I was Who do thinking- you have a tattoo of? I have a tattoo of AFI. By the way, AFI just released a new EP last week, which is incredible. Um, I have AFI, I have Converge, and I have Metallica. 
Converge is the one that I was thinking. Converge they, is the one with the the woman, right? The Jane Doe face, yeah. That's, okay. that's the name of the album's called Jane Doe. But um, bigger reason for me to go to this VOD show, and they were phenomenal. They were so good. They played such a good set. Um, Anthony, who I've mentioned, my my vocalist in Carbonich, his band that he's in now, Thracian, actually uh, played on the show, which was huge because they're uh, Tim Williams, the vocalist of Vision of Disorder, VOD, is a big inspiration on Anthony. So for him to open up for, uh, like you could say, like an uh, idol of his was awesome. So it was good to see him. Um, I came out of Mosh Pit retirement for one song during that, and I felt it for, like, I'm still feeling it, actually, <laughs> for days on end. So um, they were awesome, and he's been in that band now, I think, for, like, two years, and this is my first time seeing them, and I was legitimately really impressed. You were and a ballsy, ballsy uh, person for get going coming out of retirement for that. Yeah, man, I was throwing super kicks, and I when I got home, I got out of the car, and I thought that I tore something in my knees for because I was throwing some high spin kicks. <laughs> did did Dan join in? <laughs> so Dan wasn't feeling too hot that day. Like we went out and we had a nice dinner and stuff like that, and then we were sitting there watching the first band, and then right before Anthony's band, he's like, "I have to go lay down in your car." So I gave Dan my keys. Dan left. Missed their entire set. Came back afterwards. He's like, hey, how's it going? How's it going? I'm like, he missed Anthony's band. He goes, did you just play it? I'm like, Dan, I told you they were on second. He's like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then the second band that played with this band called Outlive Death were really like punk hardcore. They were awesome. And as I said, VOD was great. Um, and then going back to just a lot more work. And then, uh, yes, last night, going to our love of going out to different restaurants and stuff like that. Me and Rachel... Uh, visited this uh, restaurant called Dirty Taco and Tequila. Yo, I saw a commercial for that place. Oh, yeah? Really? Yeah. yeah. Dude, it was real good. Real yeah, good. that was the place in uh, Massapequa, right? No, uh, no, I'm sorry. Wanto. Uh, it's in Wanto. Yeah, Rachel, you want to talk about a Dirty Taco on the podcast? It was delicious. The Brussels sprouts are amazing. Yeah, we had, they had a Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts taco. I'm going back. Ooh, that sounds good. <laughs> Okay, nice. I want to go back. Excuse me. You can come with us. Okay, good. What's on? Okay. What's on the Brussels sprouts uh, taco? Hey, good night. Um, it's it was Brussels sprouts, hard seared, and they did like a Thai Asian sauce on them. Oh, I'm out. Oh yeah, that's right. Peanuts. Yeah. I mean, okay, it's but... not necessarily peanuts. Yeah, I don't know, but uh, no, it was like I guess sweet chili sauce. Okay. I don't think there was any peanuts in there. Um, but no, I had four tacos. Um, I had uh, carne asada, which is like your more classic one. Um, I had a buffalo shrimp taco, which was great. I had a cauliflower taco, which was good. What was in that? It's all, it, it, t- cauliflower. That's it? And then like co- that coquito cheese that we used on the taco Hell episode. Yeah. Of yeah, that was in there too, which was good. Um, and then I had the Brussels sprouts. Cotija. Yeah. Cotija, whatever. Cotito, no. I think, is a Puerto Rican drink. Well, Rachel <laughs> actually had that with her meal. Interesting. Yeah, they had those there, and they Coquito's were. Coquito's disgusting. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I can't get behind that. Dude, it was phenomenal. <laughs> my brother, so my brother's so, fiance made that for me. It's so gross. It's so. How, gross. how was the pricing? It was real good. I think a taco was like five bucks a taco. Not bad. So it's like you buy four tacos. It's twenty bucks, and I was super full. And then we took home a piece of tres leches cake, which I am a huge supporter of tres leches cake. But my Asian pastry chef makes a better tres leches cake than most people. So, Hagen does tres leche cake. Yeah, um, ice cream. Uh, it's totally different than tres leche. Not a fan of tres leches either. 
Oh my god! You you what? Well, you just you're just a fan of uh, the chicken patties, <laughs> and, uh, Brand Lux, right? Chicken patties. <laughs> Whatever it was, the the chicken sandwich that you had that they changed the gimmicks on. Oh yeah, yeah. But Sad. yeah, that was that was at my week, and I literally just came home, and I have to export this girl's basketball game. Ah, yes. future uh, WNBA player? <laughs> no, not these ones, I'll tell you that much. Oh, God. <laughs> Hopefully they don't listen. <laughs> yeah, this won't get back to anybody. No, but, uh, yeah, so Brandon, how, Dave, thank you for asking me how my week was. And Brandon, how was your week? It was all right. It's fine. Concerts? Uh, no, not this week. Cheesecake Factory twice. Back to back days. Had the same meal twice. Why would you do that to yourself? Yeah, Yo, so it's I like... went I went and I got the Santa Fe salad. And that comes with this like cilantro. Did you sing what? Did you sing the song from the newsies? I am not a, I'm not aware of it. Oh my god. But it comes with the cilantro peanut dressing. Okay, and, Dave's out. And the dressing yeah. yeah, I'm out. But the dressing was just like so good that I was like, yo, if I'm going to Cheesecake Factory again the next day, I'm gonna get the same thing. Hmm. And you wanted, did. I, yeah, and it's weird. Uh, the first time I, I had the salad, well, the first time I had the salad, the day before. That's not the first time I've ever had the salad. But uh, the day before, they gave it to me, and there were little chopped up green apples in it. Ooh. And when I first ate it, I was like, I "This." Set it back because uh, no, didn't have the apples. When, when I first <laughs> when I first ate it, I was like, "Is that like a is that like a pickled cucumber or something?" And I found another another one, and I picked it out specifically to look at. And I ate it, and I was like, this is a green apple. And it really works with that salad. And it's not supposed to be in there. But it was really good. And there wasn't green apple in the, the second the second time I had it. But mm-hmm. So. There you go. Green apple. Add it. How about it? Yeah. I just don't want to, cool. like, they probably charge for, like, so much money to add extra stuff into that salad. Why did Media Encoder open twice? Oh, God. I hate Adobe. I love Adobe, but I hate Adobe. All right, so, all right, happy hour twice? No, 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 not happy hour. Just twice? Yeah, and uh, that's it. Tomorrow I'm going to the Rangers game. Nice. Which I, I, I which, Get your weekly fix of Madison Square Garden. <laughs> which I just found out that the original Winnipeg Jets aren't a team anymore. I know they're not. When I was looking up, because uh, the Rangers are playing the Arizona Coyote. Yeah, Arizona Coyotes. The Coyotes. I was looking and I was like, wait a minute. I could swear the Jets are still a team because it said they were once the Winnipeg Jets and then moved to Phoenix, became the Phoenix Coyotes, then changed their names to Arizona Arizona Coyotes. So I looked up the Jets and I realized that, that the Atlanta Thrashers moved to Winnipeg and became the Jets. Yeah, and they so. came back recently to uh, the whatever team's in Winnipeg now. It's Winnipeg Jets. Yeah, Winnipeg Jets. Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah, but, it's it, but, it's not, little, but it's not uh, the same Winnipeg Jets as as previous NHL years. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and I've also been totally immersed in the, the winter meetings as well. Oh, I know. Big time baseball talk. Yeah. Big baseball talk. I think I thought I w- was going to wake up uh, Tuesday morning and see that Noah Syndergaard was going to be a, a Yankee. Was going to be a Yankee. Man, was I wrong about that? Hey, it could still happen. No. Uh, I think they're kind of fizzling out. 
I think they're trying to get to um I think they're trying to get to the Padres now. But then with mm-hmm. the Padres but then the Padres are looking into Sonny Gray so they can even flip Sonny Gray. I guess I don't know how far in the Padres onto their whole rebuilding thing. I know they got what's his name? Eric uh from the Royals last year. But anyway, they could flip Noah Syndergaard for Sonny Gray because they're looking. For, I don't know. It's 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 crazy. But anyway, yeah, uh, I think but, right right now I think I I hope the Mets keep on making moves. I mean I know that they're looking at Real Muto and stuff like that. I'd well, be totally fine with trading. Like the big then like the Reds came out of nowhere saying that they're in on Real Muto, which is crazy. And then like the White Sox and all this stuff is just wild. Yeah, I'd be totally fine with uh, with the Mets trading. Syndergaard or any of them, as long as we get back prospects. I heard yeah. Michael Jordan was coming out of retirement to maybe play for the Mets. Hey, yep. it's possible. <laughs> I don't it's so. very possible. You know? Uh, but, but yeah, I, I think the I'd... Yankees did a good move in signing J.A. Happ. Yeah, no, they, they should have signed him. It's, it, they should sign a lot more of these middle-range guys, or they should look into getting some more trades for people, because... They they failed on Corbin. They didn't fail on Corbin. You know they didn't want to throw the bank at him. It's like the, the national general manager Corbin. Yeah, <laughs> well that was a funny because my friend Sal, who we mentioned on the podcast all the time, Sal. Yeah, um, <laughs> we always so mention. <laughs> we always mention like with with Patrick Corbin. Um, we always mention like oh it's gonna be the end of days when Patrick Corbin comes to the Yankees. Now he's not, so. I don't know. We got one more one more day, or is today the last day of the winter meetings? But anyway, it's going to be fun. Dave, let's get on to you. How was your week? Uh, my week was really great, you know? I've been working seven days a week, so it's nice. Tomorrow I'm going to have my first off day and going to be uh, joining Brandon at this Ranger game. Wait, you're going? Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so that's going to be fun. Um, Do we, like, and- dress up and wear costumes? Or- <laughs> and I could wear my Wolverine outfit again. No, God, no. <laughs> Um, outside of that, went over, went out to a, a bar last week, met up with our friend, uh, Eric and you hung out with Eric. Yeah. 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 We met up and chilled a little bit. Cause I, I'm, you know, after Eric doesn't I, drink, yeah, no, he, he was hungry. Ah, okay. He was hungry. So I was just like, Hey, let's, let's go to left coast. I mean, did you know Clapper- David Busters has a thing on game days for 20 bucks? All you can eat wings and games. Huh? Ooh. Yeah, I was just like, you know what? I want to do something because I figured you and Dan were busy. Oh, no, this was on Friday. Yeah, he texts me and says, you want to hang out? And I'm like, it's 8 o'clock, not really. (laughs) Yeah, so he was free, so we ended up chilling for a bit. Uh, It was a good time, you know? Uh, Oh, no, this was Saturday because I had work on uh, the morning after the pharmacy. Oh, yeah, Saturday I went to VOD, that's right. Yeah, you were with Dan. So that's why I figured everybody was pretty much booked. So yeah, jump. but but overall everything was good. They had the season finale for Real Country, and uh, I fell asleep during it, so I don't know who won yet. Dude, it's like me with everything I watch. Yeah, I have no clue. It hit like eleven o'clock, or no, it started at like ten thirty or eleven thirty, and after like ten minutes in, I was just like, I'm going to sleep. Um, yeah, everything else has been really going well, you know. But it's, it that, sucks. It sucks when there's like a season finale, 
uh-huh. and you're like really into the show. Like South Park just ended, just had their season finale. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's like I just want more South Park. I don't yeah, know. Go I'm... back and watch all the other episodes. I my miss, favorite epi- my I favorite episode when of South was... Park is Cream Freesh. <laughs> That's the best episode. It, like I miss when there were like a good amount of episodes. Like there used to be like twenty episodes a season or something like that. Uh huh. And now it's cut down to half. Yeah. People I should rewatch it. it. But, Speaking of, and, but, and since we're in the holiday season, have you guys been seeing all these different weird candy cane flavors? I no. Saw, no. The weirdest I've, I've seen in the past years was mac and cheese. Uh there's a pickle one. I've seen that too. I take that Cole. mac and cheese only. There was a weird Cole? one. There was oh, it was clam flavored. Oh, huh. yeah, disgusting, right? Is this one of those segments that it's going to end up becoming Brandon no, Tease? No, this, and you guys just didn't hell tell no. me again. I mean, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Cinderella is that you? If you if you got me the candy canes, I'd be more than happy to try it on there. But I'm done to you right to your house right now, so we can do it next week. Yeah, right. <laughs> That'd be fun. I can see him actually doing it. A package shows up to my house tomorrow. I'm like, what? I didn't order anything. I opened the box. It's a thing of candy canes. I've been I've been doing like a little Christmas shopping this week, and with Christmas shopping, I have to kind of purchase a couple things for myself. Here and there, so I got myself a new head buzzer since I am a bald brother. Now I don't have to go to the uh, um, barber, that place that I the barber every, the every two weeks and spend twenty bucks. Dude, two K nineteen is on sale. Yeah, I don't care. The I haven't, I haven't even got Smash Smash Brothers came out last Wednesday. I haven't even thought about getting it yet. You better hurry like, up! It takes fourteen hours or something to unlock everyone. That's <laughs> great. Like this week, this week coming up. I'm looking at it. I'll probably have some time Tuesday, Wednesday, because then I'm – no, I'm not going to have time until, like, Christmas to actually play it. Maybe I'll just buy it for myself and put it underneath the tree. Ooh, hey, what's this? Oh, Super Smash Brothers. Santa was so nice to me. But then even outside Christmas, I'm not going to have time to play Smash Brothers because I have to go to my parents' house. Wait a minute. The Switch is portable. Bam. There it is. All right. Let's get on to wrestling. Wow. I can't, I can't the commercial writes itself. Why didn't Nintendo get on that? What? They got a Christmas dilemma. I want to play Switch on Christmas, but I have to go to the in-laws or my parents. Guess what? Switch is portable. You could take it with you. No, I think that's what I'm going to do. Also, I just want to mention today's Taylor Swift's birthday. I figured we haven't mentioned her in a bit. (laughs) Yeah, 29. And she has a, a Netflix special. Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw you tweeted about that. Yeah, I'm pumped. New Year's... Eve day. Honestly, I've just been on Twitter this week like a hawk just looking at MLB winter meetings stuff. That's like a when, fun time. I, when I woke up Monday morning and they said, uh, Yankees, Mets, and Marlins in about a trade for Real Muto, Syndergaard to the Yankees, I was freaking out at 5 o'clock in the morning. Before Twitter, where did you find out about these things? Websites. Because it's like, I feel like I know deals sometimes oh, I've been, I've been, before. I've been, I've been refreshing MLBTradeRumors.com like all week long. Oh. Because, like, sometimes I feel like I'm, like, knowing the deals and stuff before other people who actually care about this sport know. Yeah. Because I'm on Twitter. (laughs) I'm on Twitter. But, all right, let's get some wrestling talk here. It's That's what this podcast is about. It's about pro wrestling and sports entertainment. And life. life. And life. And life, too, absolutely. Life has your lemons, you you know. Hey, could be, could be. But, yeah. Bourbon and drink it. Like, I'm drinking scotch right now, so. 
so unfortunately this week uh there was a house of hardcore event that took place uh tommy dreamer's promotion and apparently big Cass ended up having a seizure out in the i guess in the in the uh, audience in the crowd where they were signing oh where they were signing and somebody decided they were going to videotape it and upload it to whatever they uploaded it to and people took pictures too yeah um no news is really i haven't seen any update on it there was an update that tommy dreamer came out after this took place and he made a a statement saying that he had a seizure he's going to the hospital this isn't drug related and this and that um hopefully everything is is okay with Cass, and we could only wish him a speedy recovery from this yeah yeah hey some people become have late in life you know epilepsy and stuff like that like my sister you know she had a bad a ski a water thing accident where you go on the thing and it's I, i'm really brain dead today guys i'm sorry but like she now she has my sister has late in life epilepsy too no way Jacqueline, yeah, my older sister. She got hit in the head on a like a ski do or one of those things while she was out on the Bahamas, and then she started suffering from you know from seizures and stuff like that. It's Jeez. she's very controlled with it because she works at a neurologist's office, so you know that's your perks of working at a neurologist's office. But yeah. like she hasn't had one since she had her major one in two thousand and ten. 2010 that's, that's scary yeah like, dude it's it's in life man especially taking all those bumps and stuff like that for that many years like big cast too that could be an onsite from it yeah i mean and, and you coming from a concussion just coming from a concussion uh you know seminar and stuff like that you know that's probably something that you heard about too yeah they did bring up seizures and stuff like that and how turn them on the side and everything like that Do you still to... put like a spoon underneath your mouth because no, i remember, don't put no Okay, no, because when we were in, like, elementary school, we had Seizure Man come to school and teach us about seizures. I'm not lying about this. Was he, like, in ask... a, like a costume? I, I don't remember, but speaking about Eric, you can ask Eric about this. Cause he seizure Man. Yeah, you can. I will text him right now and ask him about this because he will remember this. Like, we had somebody come in and explain to us, like, seizures and how to properly do things with seizures, like how to properly treat seizures and stuff like that if somebody's having one. But anyway, I'm going on a tangent here. That's what happened. No, no, you, you're you good. Um, right before the show, you, uh, mentioned, you mentioned putting a spoon in it. I'm under the impression don't put anything in their mouth because they could choke on it. Well, that and put the bottom inside too. I think that the entire tongue thing is a rumor. I'm texting Eric. Now. I think that the tongue thing is just a a myth that got blown out of proportion. But definitely declutter the area that they're around and don't restrain them. Don't hold them down. Uh, don't try to stop them from having a seizure because you just gotta like let them have the seizure. Because if they're thrashing around and you're holding them, you could end. They could end up breaking a bone. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, once again, our thoughts and prayers go out to Big Cass. We hope that he makes a full recovery from this. Uh, how are you supposed to have somebody on their side if they're? It's it's tough. I mean, I've fortunately I've never had to be in this position before. I've seen somebody um, have a seizure live. Really? Yeah, she was uh, drunk. Oh, man. I, I could only imagine how scary it is to be in the presence of someone having a seizure. Yeah, I don't I wouldn't be able to. I was like, I was like, eight I can't old. handle seeing a mouse running through my backyard. I can't handle someone having a seizure. Yeah, it's, <laughs> a mouse running through your backyard. It's a lot I, to take in. I, when it comes to like rodents and stuff like that, I'm a girl. 
So, like, one day in our utility room, I opened the door, and there was a mouse in one of the sticky pads, and I was screaming, like, a little... Like, when you scream when Kelly Kelly comes out to the ring, that's how I was screaming about his mouse. Were, were you like, Jordan, <laughs> go get that mouse. Go take care of that. No, I have, I have like, those gimmick, like, the, the extender pole thing that you, like, the grip squeeze, and it has a little, like, hand on the end of it. Uh, I got it for Rachel when she was pregnant with Babylon because she couldn't reach anything. So there you go, that yeah. works. So now it just—it's a gift that keeps on giving. Uh, All right, let's get on to some independent wrestling that's coming up here this weekend, and it's a big one for Ring of Honor. It's going to be Ring of Honor Final Battle. So if you're listening to this Friday morning, it's later today. So go check it out. It's going to be on Fight TV. Uh, if you're an Honor Club member, I'm assuming that it's going to be underneath there as well. This is. Ring of Honor's end of the year big blow off event. Your main event of the evening is going to be Jay Lethal versus Cody for the Ring of Honor World Championship. I can definitely see Jay Lethal retaining after everything that we've been hearing about Cody and apparently all in double or nothing allegedly might be happening or all in elite sports or something to that nature. Am I like awful of a like this awful of a person that I usually end up forgetting all about Jay Lethal? I, I really I do. I feel like he was a little bit more rememberable when he was in that, – that, that's a terrible word – when he was in TNA and did the whole Black Machismo gimmick. You know, yeah. every single year with when a new WWE game comes out, I always like hope for a very good Jay Lethal to be put up on Community Creations. Uh-huh. And there's never any that always like – there's never one that looks exactly like him or, or good enough. And yeah. – uh, now that I'm out of space, <laughs> because I've, I'm almost near the 1,000 logo limit, <laughs> uh, somebody uploaded a Jay Lethal that looks a lot like Jay Lethal, and it's, like, really good. I was blown away. Dang. So you got to delete someone? Uh, I'm not going to. It's not Delete Bruce Springsteen, dude. I don't, have, <laughs> I don't have Bruce Springsteen this year. I haven't had Bruce Springsteen in years, not since PlayStation 3. Brandon will download the most bizarre but it's funny there were there were people that uploaded no not download i created bruce springsteen those two years in a row i created (laughs) taylor swift i've created billy joel i created dion and uh somebody actually uploaded two different uh billy joels this year which i was like damn if only my game if only i didn't focus more so on wrestlers instead of like (laughs) fantasy wrestling whatever yeah i would have definitely made another bruce springsteen it was fun to play like them but with the with the no custom soundtrack gimmick, it's not like it's not as not as worth it. Oh, you can't create your own theme song. No, oh, because... that was the best. And like the PlayStation, I well, I had PlayStation Two. I would upload like Devil Driver and like all those like crazy bands. I, I, think, I, I think I, I don't think song. I don't think PlayStation Four like accepts it yet or something you like can, that. You can't just put it on like an external hard drive and just. Put I it don't in. think so. No. Which yeah. makes no sense. I don't. I don't know. Maybe it's like a copyright issue, but I don't see how. Huh? But well, and somebody also uploaded Elton John because of the whole Kevin uh, Owens oh, deal for the WrestleMania match. Yeah, it was really funny, <laughs> and they they uploaded a special Kevin Owens uh, attire. Also, it was like a WrestleMania three logo, uh-huh. I think, but it was him versus Elton John. <laughs> that's pretty That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, you're also going to have the Ring of Honor World TV champion, Jeff Cobb, taking on Adam Page. Yeah, that should be a that should be a hard thing. I would love to see Adam Page win it, but 
Jeff Cobb has been on such a roll since coming into Ring of Honor. So I, I can see Paige out of everyone being most likely to sign with WWE. Well, yeah, is he supposed to be signing or? I feel like he is probably on the radar because he's got a good is, build. Is he even in the elite? Yeah, he's still yeah. in the elite. Yeah. He's um, so- the Ring of Honor. Uh, Women of Honor World Championship will be on the line when Sumi Sakai defends against Madison Rain, uh, Karen Q, and Kelly Klein. So that should be a fun match at all. Maybe it's time for Kelly Klein to pick up that uh, championship well, again. I want to see Sumi as champion. In- yeah, yeah, I know. I want to see Sumi. Ladder Wars is coming back to Final Battle. I think we were at a Final Battle when there was a, a Ladder War. Yeah, we saw the... Brisco's the Briscoe, no, it wasn't. No, it was Young Bucks. Generico versus and the Wolves. Uh, Wolves. And Eddie Edwards broke his elbow the night before, and he still did the match. It was awesome. Yeah, that was a cool match. Yeah. So, But this time it's going to be Frank Kazarian and Scorpio Sky defending their Ring of Honor tag team titles against the Young Bucks and the Briscoes. It's definitely going to be fun. You're also going to have Dalton Castle taking on Matt Taven. Yep, cool. Jonathan Grisham, who has been making a name for himself in Ring of Honor. Finally, this guy's been all over the place. He was in Evolve. Uh, facing off against Zack Sabre Jr. Yeah, and they actually just announced Josh, uh, Jonathan Grisham is going to be doing the uh, PWG. Yeah, that's right. You coming up. Uh, you also got an I Quit match. Bully Ray taking on Flip and Gordon. Yeah, which should be cool. And two guys that I've never heard of before, but hey, listen, they're getting some spot time. King is going to be facing up against Eli Is Isam. I'm terrible. I'm terrible with names. Um, but yeah, no, go check it out. Ring of Honor Final Battle. I'm going to try to definitely watch it this week, so maybe we could talk about it next week, yeah. or maybe that'll be, one of them will be my match of the week for next week. I wonder. Um, I wonder, like, because they do autograph signings here, right? Maybe I don't know. I, like I don't know where. They would possibly have that in April for the Garden. Ooh, yeah, that's right. Cause it's, hmm. I feel like they always have an autograph well, I told signing. You, it's like at, when you walk in right there, the, like the big concourse. That that's there's no because that's like the the main entrance. It's like such a heavily trafficked area that I don't think they'd be able to. They have like smaller bands sometimes, like do signings in like corridors, but huh? And I'm gonna. I think it's it's Eli Isom. Isom, okay. Yeah, Sorry. I'm checking it out right now. Eli Isom. He's a Ring of Honor dojo, and I'm guessing King is probably Ring of Honor dojo as well. All right, so what, are they going to give him, like, the uh, you know the, the dark match? So Yeah, it's, probably kick it off. So it's not yeah. it's not Kenny King? No, no, no not Kenny King. <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny in regards to, like, maybe reading things wrong. Mm-hmm. I, I was going back and forth. I, I had uh, custom T-shirts made up. Oh, so you did some T-shirt purchasing this week? Yeah, <laughs> nice. And uh, and they they emailed me back and said that one of the shirt colors that I had originally wanted was out of stock. And I was like, okay, so I mean, you could just. Uh, so... <laughs> I was like, is it possible to have this color? And if not, I'll take com silk yellow. And they wrote back. They were like, "What's com silk? Can you explain to me what com silk is?" I was like, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure it's a light yellow color on your site. And they wrote back, and they go, no, you are correct. Sorry, that was my mistake. And then they they go on to say, would corn silk work for you? (laughs) Ah. And I wrote back to them. I was like, hilarious. I thought it was common, not corn. (laughs) 
Because if you read it on the website, it it looks like com silk, and I was like, I have no, like I've never heard of what that could possibly be. I don't know what it would even be, but I thought it was funny. Yeah, that, that is really funny. So I'm looking. So I'm uh, scrolling through my Facebook right now, and I see NYWC Tour de Circus on December 29th. It's going to be the ah. Beaver Boys versus Mega Muslin. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. John Silver and uh, Alex Reynolds both had very good showings this weekend at uh, Cage last past weekend at Cage Death. So it would be good to see uh, see them reunite for a, a old school NYWC match. That definitely would. I mean, uh, as you mentioned, I mean John Silver picked up the victory. Yeah, he uh, did. This past weekend too. Yeah. So against two uh, big guy, big names on the why I like both those guys, man. John Silver and Alex Reynolds. Go back to the archives. Um, you know, quoting somebody there and listen to our interviews with them from like was it two thousand eleven? Maybe. Yeah, that was yeah. that was a long, long time ago. But yeah, it's like those guys are outstanding and they should be all over the place. I mean they are, but they should be I mean even more. Guys, more they should be in pwg like yeah, they have that nice little one one shot in pwg alex reynolds Silver... did uh, he did what one match in wwe yeah 205 live right yeah uh yeah i mean i'm sure that they'll be back on pwg at some point i mean and since we're talking about it, i mean ccw cage of death 20 took place yeah. they had a ton of great matches but we also have a new world heavyweight champion that being uh mance warner yeah I, i'm i'm stoked about that I I feel like like lightning in a bottle, and now you're kind of seeing everybody getting so stoked about. Like I've been following that kind of this week. Also uh-huh. on top of you see everybody's like, yeah, man, it's water one, awesome, so good. Even the night before he faced Sammy Callahan at AEW in Chicago, and then he yeah. goes competes in Cage Death. That end spot was insane. I haven't seen it yet. It was uh, like RSP was going for like a Death Valley driver off that like there's like this wooden gimmick. On top of like they can both stand on on top of the cage, okay. and he reversed it into a suplex off the top of that thing oh, wow. through like glass, barbed wire, chairs, everything like that, and then got the one, two, three. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, we had another title change. The rep picked up the victory to become the tag team champs, and then you also had Jordan Oliver retaining the wire championship. Yeah, those guys, those, those him, Jordan Oliver, and I Casey think, Navarro. Dude, those kids put on like. Your super indie matches, yeah. you know, kick, punch, kick, punch, kick, kick out, you know, 18 kicks in a row. But it's it's awesome. And, you know, that's what like, especially with that wire title, because you've had people like, you know, Zachary Wentz have it. And Joey Janela. Joey Janela had it. All those like high flying guys, which is awesome. And yeah, that's, I, mean, I feel like that t- title, you know what, like certain people love CCW, CCW, certain people don't like CCW, but they what they do is good. You know, they're yeah, smart, th- you know, they they're smart with combining the deathmatch stuff with the you know, like even like we we talked about it. You know, Alex Reynolds and Joe Gacy, they had a very hard hitting match. Was it a, a deathmatch, hardcore match? No, it was just a very hard hitting, you know, very you know, because those guys were in a stable for you know for the past year, and it was the blow off from their whole stable. Yeah, so. um, I, I I totally agree with you with uh, Oliver and Navarro, both young people who have a great future in this uh, industry. And then you just have the combination of pro wrestling with the back backyard wrestling with, the, <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> but they do mesh it well, uh, pretty well together. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's get speaking, on to uh, speaking of the future of wrestling. Yeah. WWE had uh, some tryouts 
going yeah, on. Yeah, did. They had some tryouts this past week. I mean, some recognizable names. You had uh, Cooley Ao, Jake Atlas from Santino Bros. Yeah. We've spoken about Jake Atlas before on the show. Tasha Steeles, who's been around the block a lot on the East Coast. Yeah, um, Penelope and, Ford. Yeah, Penelope Ford. Uh, so it's always exciting to see uh, the list of wrestlers that have been there. So this because you end up pretty much marking out. You go through that list and you're like, who do I recognize? Who do I know? Yeah. And then you also have to kind of decipher and be like, okay, they're not listing their the name no, that you they know always, them. No, they always list the worker name. Yeah, but you actually have to read it. Yeah, well, yeah, so read each paragraph. Exactly. Each <laughs> it, like even like the second name listed is Cal Bloom, the, the son of uh, Bo Beverly, which is yeah. like – Imagine, like, could you imagine being a second-generation superstar and it's like your dad was Bo Beverly? <laughs> <laughs> like, that Like that doesn't normally... I feel like that doesn't normally happen. I mean, you have Carmella. Yeah, but, right? like, they don't really, like, say, oh, her dad wrestled, like, a few matches in WWF or whatever. No. Like, they don't really say that, but, like, I mean, hey, I, I feel like, like the Beverly... Like, the Beverly Brothers? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like the Beverly Brothers are, like, known enough to be like, oh, that's the son of... Bo Beverly. Yeah, I feel like it's like one of those... Purple and the the purple gimmicks, right? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it's one of the nostalgic factors where it's just like, oh yeah, I remember them. Uh, They're the ones that almost broke their... One of them broke the neck with like the Steiner Brothers, I believe, with like a backdrop. It was that or uh, Steiner Brothers. Or um, Smoking Guns that flipped him. But yeah, so... I'm sure we will have more news heading as out of this uh, tryout. I, I think that the next crop of people that they're going to announce is in January for mm-hmm. people that have are joining the performance center. And I, I think, I mean, we've, we've, I think we've spoken on the show, the show, um, like ACH, Trevor Lee, like Jonathan Grisham, maybe. Uh, yeah. Grisham. I think, I think Shane Strickland is supposed to be in there. Well, that, that's what they, they said. The whole thing was like ricochet, the whole Lucha underground. Yeah, that's right. Up. So, uh, we'll see, uh, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. It should be a lot of fun as it always is during those times. Yeah. But... Right now we'll, uh, we'll take a quick little break. Let's not take breaks. Well, Let's... No, no, I just want to take a little break. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back here on Marking Out. Yo, yo, what's up, y'all? This is Daryl McDaniels on all the stations and all of the channels. And the only place for you to be listening to anything that has to do with what we do here is right here on Marking Out Without a Doubt. And we are back on Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans, episode 410. Let's get into some sports entertainment talk and let's talk about monday night raw monday night nitro kicking it off by burning it down with seth rollins oh my god burn it down over and over and over again to the point where i don't even believe that was his real theme song I think somebody in the back was just ribbing him on the square, and I, I bet you there's a button that just says "burn it down." So they're just hitting it 18 million times over. Like there's I think no that it was. Way. There's no. I think way that it was just. I, I don't think it burn was. Burn it down. I don't think that it was like a rib or anything like that. I think that it was just a way. Well, I think that, it tied into think, the promo. Exactly. I, I think that it was just a way to get the crowd. <laughs> it was just. It was just Vince sitting there. You better say "burn it down" in your promo. 
<laughs> I yeah, I think great. it was just a way to get the crowd chanting "Burn it down," and I actually loved it. I loved that Raw opened up to them chanting "Burn it down," and then they would cut, and then you go into the theme song "Burn it down" part. I loved it, and I it, it's such a rush when everybody chants "Burn it down" with it. I I'm a fan. It was a weird edit, though. But uh, he ends I, up. I was just like, "What is going on?" He calls Baron Corbin out. And uh, basically kind of breaks the fourth wall. Says that since Baron Corbin's been in charge, the ratings have been garbage. Um, he Basically, he called out saying the Revival was such a great tag team having to wrestle Lucha House Party rules, which in my opinion kind of makes Lucha House Party look bad. I don't think so. Well, I mean, like yeah, I don't. I don't think so either. Because he's like, oh, like the revival deserves so much better than having to do Lucha House Rules matches, and it's like, well, that, that now that's kind of, kind of making the Lucha House Party seem. Hmm. I, I don't know. To me, it makes it seem bad, but. Nah, I thought it was. I actually liked this opener, and I liked. And he, the, I mean, he trashed Brock Lesnar, so that's always a good thing. Yeah, you can never get you can never go wrong with trashing Brock Lesnar. <laughs> yeah, so maybe that's, everybody was more surprised that he trashed the product. Well, maybe him trashing Lesnar is going to be like a seed. No, it's not. You never know. They need him to be that workhorse right now. They I, can't have him. Uh... I saw two different plans WrestleMania wise. One is a Triple H plan, which is Rollins and Brock Lesnar, and one is a Vince McMahon plan. It's just Robert Reigns versus Brock Lesnar, which is. <laughs> Braun Strowman versus... Did I say Roman Reigns? No. Oh, yeah. Which is, I think, Braun Strowman versus uh, Drew McIntyre. Really? Yeah. I guess I could see that, but it's not really going well with my fantasy booking-wise. So, uh, first, Father, brother. first match of the evening was a three-on-two... Uh, I mean, Lucha House Rules? Could we say I don't. That? I don't I mean, think it was Lucha House Rules, was it? That's what I'm saying. Like, what's, yeah, what's, what's the difference what's between it? Lucha House Rules and a, a handicap match? Yeah, it wasn't Lucha House Nothing. Rules. But so Bobby AOP and Zach Gable picked up the victory to become the new tag team champions because Matt, Drake Maverick got a little bit too arrogant. Yeah, he got cocky. He tried to pin Bobby Roode. Pinned him. Yeah, I mean, and... he started to do that Bobby Roode taunt with yeah. right over uh, Bobby Roode and Bobby Roode schoolboyed him. Uh, not really a schoolboy, but, uh, yeah. Gable, I think the biggest thing from this, aside from them winning the titles, is that Chad Gable has matching trunks and a matching robe to Bobby Roode now. About it. I thought that was cool. It, it sucks yeah. for Authors of Pain. It was a terrible run, but. It's the best run in history. You talk, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm, I still don't think that, I still think that they're very green. So, I get the titles well, off like, of them. I, I just don't see. Like, what did they do with them? It's such a terrible run. They should have never been called up from NXT, but... I think that it it was just difficult as to what... I, I wanted these, like, a larger-than-life tag team up there, but... They should have had Paul Ellering like, still. Like, that's not... I don't know. Nah. Well, next up you had Natalia cutting a promo on Ruby Riot. Uh, nobody really was listening to this part. Well, but was, people, yeah, they have yeah, a tables people match. People started listening when Ruby Riot came out with uh, a table that was had a little um, a sheet over it. Well, and Natalia had said that she was going to dedicate this match on Sunday to Jim the Anvil Neidhart. 
Yeah, so uh, Ruby Riot took off this little uh, this drape over the table to reveal Jim the Table Nightheart. Yeah, uh, she said, uh, we know how close you are to your father, and then on Sunday you'll get even closer by getting put through this table. Yeah, a lot of backlash about towards Ruby Riot on Twitter for being uh, tasteless and everything like that. I she doesn't write it. it. Yeah. She doesn't write it. I, I, I love the inclusion of Jim the Anvil Nightheart with this storyline, and I think that table... If it's stuff, happening on air, then that means Natalia agreed to do it and thought exactly, it was fine. And, exactly. But overall, I like the involvement of Jim the Anvil with being a table. And it makes it more I, I of a real storyline. Yeah. And I hope that they do act, that Ruby Riot does bring out this table during the match. I mean, I 100% think she's going to. Yeah. Like, so. you remember how the first Reed women's Flair? table match? Oh. No, I'm not talking about Reed Flair. Well, the first table, table, the... No, the first tables match with um, Michelle McCool, and they painted it pink? Yeah. That was cool. And it, like, and didn't the... break it first? It was a Japanese table. Maybe. <laughs> uh, next up, you yeah. had... Drew McIntyre. Yeah, I, I, why did I even bring in that segment? Anyway, he picked up a picture of Rodolph Ziggler. <laughs> McIntyre cut that, that promo. Uh, that promo that beforehand, dude. I thought it was such yeah. a good promo. McIntyre, I'm telling you, man, big, big star. He's going to be huge. And the, the, Money. Match, the match was great, and I think uh, the aftermath was good, too, where he continued to beat down Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. Nah. So, after this, you had Bailey picking up a victory over Alicia Fox with Ginger Mahal and the Singh Brothers. In the background. Yeah, also, uh, because the Singh brothers tried to get involved, Apollo Crews ran down because he replaced Finn Balor, who was sick in yeah. the mixed match uh, Yeah, apparently challenge. there's a bug There's a bug going around the uh, the Raw roster. Apparently Bobby Roode was pulled off, Finn Balor. Yeah, Sasha Banks uh, got the assist with this one because Apollo Crews picked up Sasha Banks and tossed her into the Singh brothers. I, I thought um, the setup for that took a little long, but uh, I thought the because she like I feel like she might have said like "whip me up" like twenty times. Maybe oh, he I didn't, I didn't did notice. Yeah, but it was a good notice. spot. I, I enjoyed it. Um. Well, next up you had Dean Am- Dean Ambrose. Don't call him the lunatic fringe, though. Do not call him lunatic. Yeah, which I thought was dumb. WWE had tweeted out a few few days ago, and I'm like, do you even watch your product? What, they called him the lunatic French? Yeah. Like, for, I think it was in review of uh, Monday Night Raw last week. Uh-huh. Like, oh, the lunatic fringe, Dean Ambrose did this. I'm like, do you even watch? No, he, like, what he do doesn't you go do? by that anymore. But he was getting interviewed backstage, and Charlie Caruso asked him for his thoughts on what he, th- on what Roman Reigns would think if he saw all of this and if he was here. And Dean Ambrose said... Who cares about Roman Reigns? And what? Uh, I mean, I know people are probably like, oh, this is tasteful, Dean Ambrose, you're going to hell. Um, but I think you got, as I said, we said with Natalia, we said with Ruby Wright, you want to make things like personal, you want to make things real life, and including the Roman Reigns stuff in there, I'm about it. Yeah. Yeah, I think that I've been a fan of this entire, everything that came out of this. Uh, since the heel turn took place, 
Um, and it doesn't feel like it's getting stale at the current time. Well, at least in my opinion. I mean, how many times can you have Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins attack each other only to have Dean Ambrose come out on top? Come on. Enough times to think that you to make you think that Dean Ambrose is going to go over. No. Because my uh-huh. pick is Seth Rollins. <laughs> well, there you go. Well, next up, you had Elias cutting his uh, Elias concert. And there's no way in heck that this guy, I could say hell, no way in hell that this guy is not going to be champion. <laughs> if Whoa. You know, uh, I mean, the guy with his walk with Elias, the crowd goes crazy for it. His new shirt sucks. I'll have to say that. I like it. It reminds me of a Connor's Cure thing. Oh, I could see. I could understand that. I, I, um, want, I wish, like, the, I, every single Elias shirt should be a tour T-shirt. Yeah, I agree with that. It fits. That'd be cool, yeah. Because the first one was awesome. The second one was awesome. I purchased both of those shirts. I will not be purchasing this T-shirt unless it's, like, future days of future past or whatever. It's, like, four ninety nine or something. Yeah. Man, but uh, no, uh, unexpectedly, yeah, I think the big thing, yeah, the big thing to take from this match, not only did he face Leo Rush, yeah, but the special referee was Heath Slater, or not even special referee because Heath Slater is now a referee. Yeah, he's, he yeah. is the referee. Heath Slater refed Leo Rush picking up the victory over Elias. Bobby Lashley tried to, oh, uh, actually not tried to, he did get involved, and uh, Heath Slater would attempt to go for the disqualification and Bobby Lashley like threatened him. Don't you dare I don't do even, it. He didn't even really sell I, that he was going for that. Yeah, I, uh, I could see that. It was kind of it was yeah, kind no, of weird. I understand. Yeah, well maybe he was having Corbin yell in his ear or something. I don't know. Yeah, it was kind of weird because you had the two of them just talking. Uh well you had him just looking at Bobby Lashley and Bobby Lashley yeah. kind of but yeah, Lashley Lashley used uh, Elias's guitar and smashed mm-hmm. it over Elias, and then after the match, even he he uh, did he beat him up more or no? Am I confusing? Did you just say Elias twice in that sentence? I don't know. Yeah, because I said he hit the guitar over Elias with Elias's guitar. Okay, yeah, that sounded really really weird to me. <laughs> Maybe they um, didn't fight after the match. I don't know. Nah. Uh, next up, you had Alexa Bliss hitting ringside with Nia Jackson to Mina, which uh, I guess it was supposed to be a uh, a big segment for Bliss, but due to illness, they yeah, cut she's it down. Sick too. Which I know, Crazy. I know, she tweeted about like all oh, these stupid like news sites, basically like relax, bro. I was, I was sick. I'm yeah, news now. with the Z. Yeah, um, but th- this. Ah, get it out. I mean, it's just not. All right, Mark, get it out. It just wasn't good. That's the truth. Rousey came out, which just led to Ember Moon coming out, and it just led to a match that was, uh, I guess, supposed to already be taking place. Yeah. It was a promo for nothing, in my opinion. I. It was a waste. So Ember Moon picked up a victory over Tamina. Another way, like it did nothing. It didn't no. like this. Didn't do anything to further a storyline for Sunday. 
in my not opinion. Not at all. Rousey was out there. Yeah, Jax was out there. You got some people some paydays, brother. Yeah, but it's the go home show, and it didn't. I to me, it honestly this the the talking segment and the the wrestling match itself didn't sell the Raw Women's Championship match. You know what? I feel like they don't dancing. Hell yeah, dancing. Dance um, break. <laughs> but now that they have the network and it's only nine ninety nine a month, they don't have to do a hard sell like they would back in the day when there was pay per views. That's laziness. That's not laziness. That's one hundred percent laziness. Your product should be just as good as it once was. I know that's the whole Jimmy, fine. the whole the whole thing where Jimmy Jacobs like responds to a fan tweet or whatever and says like, "Oh, you try writing." five hours of live TV or writing five hours Brandon, of live tried, TV is difficult. Try writing five hours of cooking with Brandon. I understand that, but they have a huge team of writers. But everything goes through one person. But but you you have a whole team of writers. But but but, but everything goes through one person. That's the thing. They could they could write War and Peace for WWE, but it goes through one person. And well, allegedly what's supposed to be happening is once the XFL kicks off Triple H and Road Dog are going to be those two people to go through. So then maybe oh, 2020, you'll see a different change of pace in WWE. But for right now, everything goes through one person. I don't Who know about that hates one. You, hates when you sneeze. I don't know about that one because we've seen some of the stuff that uh, the DOGG is putting out there on uh, SmackDown. And I know that there's been a good amount of backlash towards all of that stuff. Um, Which, again, I don't think could be put all on him. No, I, I agree. I think that everybody's responsible. I think that the writers are responsible. I think that, as Chris made mention, uh, Vince McMahon, I think that everybody is responsible for but their it's like, list. What's, how, how is NXT so much better than the main roster? That It makes no well, sense. I am also going to add... Because to a different niche. But even well, if... What, niche, like whatever even, it is. Even the fact that they have a one-hour program each week to produce, or, I mean, taped to produce, but... I'm going to add to this that having Nia Jackson to me isn't going to make this promo any better. And Rousey. I mean, and Ember Moon. You have four people that – Ember Moon, I'm just saying because she hasn't cut too many. But you know for a fact Nia Jackson, Tamina, and Rousey, they a- cut – Ember Moon really can't. Okay. Which, so is why, four... which is why I've said in the past that she would really benefit from having a manager because I think she's great in the ring. Yeah, but you have four people right there and that I think her character is great. You can't do a good promo and you don't have – you're not putting Alexa Bliss really – in an active spotlight to command and uh, take well, control of that. That, that whole was... the whole internet rumor gimmick was because she was uh, sick. So then why have her out there if she's sick? Still got because she's at the forefront of this entire feud right now. Uh, I think that it's totally awful. I think Jax and Tamina shouldn't be cutting promos when they can't cut a promo. Rousey should stick to just doing this stuff in the ring. Bar bar. Yeah. All right, let's get to the but main this event of to, Monday Night Raw. Yeah, the main event of the evening. Uh, I see title on the line, TLC match. The referee, What's, Heath Slater, yeah. Seth Rollins, picking up the victory over Baron Corbin this in a also, great match. I want to say this is kind of stupid, though. Why? It's like, oh, what can we do on the go-home show before our TLC pay-per-view? Oh, I know. Let's have a TLC match. Yeah, with I, somebody that's not a TL, you're having one guy that's in a TLC match mm. who looks like he's gonna win, but he's probably not against another guy who's probably gonna have a clinic versus uh, somebody who should be in a TLC match. 
I, I agree with with Chris on this one. I think Woo. that it's yeah, I, I kind of like the aspect that you're having a TLC match. I get that. You want to talk about hyping up a TLC pay-per-view? Give everybody a free TLC match. Yeah, no. Hey, you want to see more? You want to see more of this? You want to see three women beat the beat the holy heck out of each other in a TLC match? We got that on Sunday. Get the WWE Network. We'll give it to you for free. Uh, I just Bam. Thought Marketing. Exactly. I thought it was you, dumb. you have a lot of a lot of people that may be watching a younger audience that may be watching or across the world that may not know what a TLC match is. So mm-hmm. put it for free on Monday no. Night Raw so they can Absolutely. experience it. No, 100% build, plus, plus it builds into this storyline that I love. With Baron Corbin in the Heath Slater factor was incredible because you didn't know if he was going to help if he was going to turn on Corbin and help out Rollins, which and he opened, was helping. He was helping Corbin and got super kicked by yes. Rollins. Yeah, I was hoping that Corbin would win this, which would change both matches at TLC. Meaning uh, Rollins versus Ambrose would just be a grudge match. And Corbin versus uh, yeah, for the title. Braun and Strowman would be yeah if Strowman because Strowman hasn't been on Monday Night Raw so we don't know if he's showing up at TLC. Corbin could be become there. the yeah. So most what I was hoping for is that at TLC Strowman would become the Intercontinental Champion. I mean, I uh, could see that that would be cool because especially going into Royal Rumble, you have him hold two both titles. I think that would be pretty cool because you haven't what do you mean seen both titles. If he goes in the Royal Rumble and beats Brock Lesnar, oh, oh, oh. he has the Intercontinental and Universal Championship. That would be great. That's a great way to to pump him up. I don't right. know. He has, but like, Brush, he has Brush, Brush will be there. You want to know why? You want to know why? My sources. I was on Instagram the other day and I fell into a big wormhole of looking through people's gimmick, uh, through profiles, and apparently there was a barber in Orlando. This is all 100% confirmed. This is actually happening. This is that HBK thing all over again. Yeah. He was at a barber. (laughs) Braun Strowman was at a barber in Orlando getting his beard trimmed up. Why would he do that? Because he's probably got to be on TV, so he wants to make his beard look sick. So What do you mean? People get their beards trimmed all the time when they're out. I know. If somebody that's coming back to TV. Everybody everybody besides Brandon. (laughs) I do my beard trimmed. I use – I have like – cream for it too my beard has been like the best it's ever been i don't know how i feel about that idea of having him be carrying two titles well i had i had completely forgotten that he had a uh supposed wwe universal championship match against lester at the rumble yeah i don't know if i would want him to carry two uh championships i also I, thought I, I also thought in this match that dean ambrose would come out why? He, he, I, oh. I love the jacket that he's wearing. It's very Bane esque. I know it's, he's been getting... uh, seventies pimpish to me. I I agree. I think that it's a great jacket, and I'm a, I'm happy that Ambrose didn't come out for this match. Well, uh, that's what I had. I thought it was gonna. I thought it was gonna be like a thing where Ambrose helped Corbin win, basically. But he came out afterwards, and yeah, and I'm I'm happy about that. Down. I'm happy that I'm happy he didn't get involved. And it, for me, this was a fun match to watch. Yeah. And I think that the Slater aspect, the only my only takeaway that I there's a lot of layers to it. There really was. There's a lot of story for this. And the, one, cake. the my only bright, uh, my only like beef with this is that Slater wasn't holding the ladder when they were uh, climbing. And I feel like we always see the referees hold ladders now. Were there even and, were there table spots? No. Were there chair spots? I think so. 
I think there may have been a chair spot. I don't think any tables. Um, but overall, I think that this was a, a really fun match, and I love this entire storyline. Yeah. Uh, moving on I'm to a, I'm a, SmackDown. SmackDown starts off with uh, the great, new Daniel Bryan. Great promo by the new Daniel Bryan. On sheep. About the old, yeah, he mentioned the sheep. Dave, that give is me a good the WWE right Universe. Think of who? Give me a good ba right now, like your sheep. Ma. Sick. Now, now you do it. Ba. Now you do it, Brandon. Ba with the ba to bang. <laughs> <laughs> you set me up for that. <laughs> My name is Kid. Okay. All right. It's Kid Benny. <laughs> Hall, Hall of Famer right there. Jesus. <laughs> so, uh, and Bocephus. <laughs> yeah, good so rock this song. led into Mustafa Ali coming out. Um, Which... They announced that this was going to be a matchup, and Dan O'Brien was pretty much telling him that this shouldn't be a matchup because the fans don't deserve it. Yeah, he was saying, you're such a good talent. They don't deserve to see us wrestle. And then he, he ends up asking Mustafa Ali what kind of car he drives. He goes, oh, an SUV. He goes, why? You're such a little man. Why do you need an SUV? You're <laughs> killing, you're like, killing the environment. Yeah. I know, but I, you know what, honestly, and I wanted to say that I wanted to say this last week, and I was talking to Anthony that I mentioned before of Thraction about this last week. I said, I love this because everybody hates the stereotypical hipster that sits there and will drink their PBRs and complain about the environment and global warming, this, that, and thing. Like, I, people hate that stereotype. And uh, that's why middle America, especially where they've been doing this whole Daniel Bryan thing, have been hating this. I think it's a diff. I would say it's different than a hipster, though. It's like... A, a smelly, dirty hippie? No, I don't... I don't know how I, to exactly. Oh, yeah, hipster I, would be like, listen, I like the environment before the environment... Liking the environment was cool. I, I feel like he's definitely playing off the fact there's like those hot topics in society. Um, and I really I'll talk about I love number 45, it. though, because Vince will be like, oh, you're going to talk about him. You're going to talk about my wife. You're fired. Again. <laughs> but I, 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 I think I think WWE messed up big time here. Why? With what? Because the whole promo, Daniel Bryan cuts a promo saying the old Daniel Bryan is dead. So they have the new shirt that says Yes is Dead, which I think is a almost I think it's a ripoff of Red Dead Redemption. Oh. That's what I think. think. What they messed up about is the fact that Daniel Bryan has this new catchphrase where he yells fickle over and over again. How is that not the t-shirt before Yes is Dead? Well, Give it time. It's the picture of the week, so uh, it, go he check has, it out. He has yes shirts. He has no shirts. How do you not make a... They have yep shirts for Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. How do you not make a fickle shirt? They're the definitely same going to. the yes. They're definitely going to make a fickle shirt. Hello? But... I would have added it to my cart. Oh, man. So, speaking of WWEshop.com, I'm on there right now because one of my friends is having a kid in, like, two weeks. Um, and they have... Baby goat? <laughs> what? I said a baby. No, they goat. have these WWE champ in the making shirts. A kid, a baby goat. And then it comes with an NXT, or do I want to get the universal towel? Oh, NXT. Oh, absolutely. It's Johnny, the, you're not the listening next, to this. It's the next generation. 
small? Do I get 12 months? Do I get 18 months? No, I get small. No, you got to get the bigger one. No, because yeah, it's just no, because then the kid. it's not gonna fit him. Yeah, the kid's gonna grow into it. You want it to be longevity. Yeah, but I know. I that's know what Johnny. I think. Because then, how many people are gonna get the kid a, a onesie? He wears once, and that's it. And then he grows out of it. Well, something I'm not going to grow out of is seeing this matchup. Non-title match, Daniel Bryan picks up the victory over Mustafa Ali, and this match did not let me down at all. I was a fan. I like how well, in the promo, even, the, the the section beforehand, how he was slapping Mustafa Ali in the face. Yeah, he was really uh, slapping him pretty hard. I mean, I also I liked when uh, Daniel Bryan went to, like he did the turnbuckle flip that he normally does. Uh-huh. Ali ran through that. And did a second rope uh, tornado DDT. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really good. And, and Daniel yeah. Bryan won with a heel hook. Yeah, he actually had the yes lock locked in. Which I don't was... think is the yes lock anymore. I think it might no, be the fickle but, lock. But and I think it, it might be the fickle a... kicks. But it was during a commercial break. It wasn't huh. even during, uh, while they had time, it was during a commercial break that he locked it in. So if that only makes you think that that's not his finisher anymore, I think that stands alone. But I also really like the Spanish fly that they did. That Mustafa oh, yeah, yeah. great. I, I love a good old Spanish fly, and uh, that was perfect. And then the big thing to take away after the match, Daniel Bryan was not done with Mustafa Ali. He beat him up on that ramp and had to have a bunch of people tell him to stop. Yeah. So... I thought Next. it was really good. Does that put Sunday in jeopardy? I don't know. Not at all. Are you? I mean, oh yeah, that's right. I thought. Yeah, I thought he was wrestling on Sunday for a reason. <laughs> well, next he should be. For but some next reason. up, you had next up you had a rap <laughs> battle between New Day, the Bar, and the Usos. Which they well, said the Bar versus the Bar and the versus the Usos, while New Day were uh, moderators. They said it was the only the, the second SmackDown rap battle in history. No way. You had Cena. That's what I was thinking because uh, there was definitely Cena versus Spanky. Yeah. So I don't know like if there were other cuz I could feel like I feel like we've had rap battles with Usos beforehand. Yeah. But maybe not. I thought so. But uh this was something else. <laughs> you had the, the bar. Was, the bar. Everybody got dressed in different gimmicks. It was yeah, great. The the bar. Yeah, you had New Day dressed like uh, Harry and Lloyd, <laughs> and a uh, and I guess a honestly, preacher like, or whatever. That's my favorite. That's my fa- funny story about Harry and Lloyd. Before we get the that's a dumb we and talk- dumber reference for those of you who are yes. young enough to not know. I know, but we were going. Um, we celebrated my father-in-law's 65th birthday a couple weeks ago, and we're going around the table, asking all the little kids, "Oh, what's your favorite movie? What's this?" And like Rachel goes, "Oh, Goodfellas." Chris, what's your favorite movie? I'm like, "Dumb and Dumber." Wow, he's 65. Yeah, right. He's, Doesn't look damn over 40. He's the same age as my dad. About Psycho Sid. Yeah, yeah. That's can we get Psycho the Psycho one on the podcast soon? Oh man, I don't know if I'll be able to book him. He might lose his <laughs> phone. <laughs> yeah, we might call him. Oh, so back to this rap battle. So you had the bar going all vanilla ice with their. They they well, they sang uh, ice ice shamey, ice ice shamey, and it was. It, I thought it was really funny. It was hilarious. <laughs> I, had, I saw somebody somebody uh, 
somebody remixed it and put it to the actual tune. Of, I saw that too. Yeah, yeah I thought absolutely. that was really good. I retweeted it. I gotta say, what I love the, I really love this promo because you had that ice ice Jamie where you had everybody laughing, but then Which, the Usos. By the way, Vanilla Ice tweeted said, "This is so bad. It's awesome. Love it." Yeah, but then the Usos, the Usos rap was hard and it was good. It was hard, bro. I mean, at, at first. I was just like, wait, this is, they're not really rapping versus the, uh, the bar. They're not really doing a good rap, but promo wise, it was, it was really, really good. And I think that, that a rap battle set up the pay-per-view better than, well, uh, everything on that the women did on raw, but then they went ahead and all brawled. And I thought that's when the whole segment fell apart. Why? I. How else would you have ended it? I think that was perfect. But what would have you done? It. I mean, you can't just end on a stalemate. You can. Hmm. I mean, you can't just have them shake hands and be like, "Well, see you Sunday." You know what? Okay, so I I thought it was good when, uh, the bar attacked the Usos. I believe okay. that's what happened first, but then New Day got involved, and I thought that would have been better off if New Day would just like. Well, New Day got involved because of the Usos well, going face. Yeah, they got face. pushed into them. Yeah, exactly. So they they were they may have stayed out of it if they weren't um, forced to get involved. Well, any so. anyway, we had Miz come out and cut a promo uh, about him and Shane McMahon and how they should be tag team partners. This and that, best in the world. He made Shane come out. Shane came out. And Miz called for a referee, and he had two opponents come out. Let, let's just also add that the Miz actually got on his knees and begged. I didn't actually expect him to go that far to to beg. Um, but yeah, two two wrestlers came out, which Shane, I still don't Shane, know who they are. Shane the was, Vega boys. Shane was still. Wasn't it the Vegas boys? No, no. Oh, was it the Vegas boys? Because they were in Las Vegas. Yeah. Sorry. I. Sorry, yeah, the Vegas boys. For some reason, I wanted to go with Vega. Isn't that the boom, 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 boom? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Boom, 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 boom. So Shane Shane was still like, nah, I don't want to have a match. But the Vegas boys, they started to attack Shane McMahon, and he had no choice but to wrestle them. Unfortunately, there was a float over DDT. I I don't know whose fault that is. I think that we all know who's taking the blame for it, though. Right. <laughs> but, like, could you imagine being an indie worker and being like, oh, tonight you're going to work for WWE. Oh, that's so cool. And then it's like, by the way, you're working the boss's son. You're working Shane McMahon. Imagine the way that he felt when he walked backstage. Like, oh, God. like, Yeah, like I just mm-hmm. botched this spot. I could have easily sold it differently. But that's why I was even surprised that they had even more airtime after that in the backstage segment. About the payday. Yeah, which, oh yeah, they, they went backstage to Paige to try to get paid because Miz promised them it was like 5000 bucks each or something. Yeah, and she just shredded their contracts. Yeah, which I'm pretty sure is illegal, but... <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, and then Shane McMahon, uh, Miz again tried to get Shane to be, cha- uh, not champion, tag team with him and had his arm out, I think, to handshake and Shane walked away. If I remember correctly, but... Uh, it, something somewhat interesting here to note is that Paige then had to go on Twitter 
to because not even on the entire thing, not even on SmackDown. No, 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 because people were pissed off. Come the end of the show, people well, I, were wondering where Brandon especially because they advertised Naomi versus Mandy Rose. Oh, so she she went on Twitter and they they had like an interview with her and she had said that because of the Miz calling his own shots, that match couldn't happen. Smart. Yeah, that's a good cover. Well, I mean, cover. I mean, maybe that was always uh, going to be a thing. I don't. I have no idea. I don't know. I feel like that's really smart booking to do that. I mean, because they did. They advertised it. It was one of the advertised matches. I don't know. If that if that was intentional, then I think that's good booking. But I, it's hard for me to actually think that that was intentional. Yeah, I don't know. Um, also, if it wasn't by the way, something super annoying from both Raw and SmackDown when they had backstage segments. I don't know. Other people I know were hearing it. It sounded like a fax machine. A fax machine was going off. And That's I what thought, you mentioned to me too. All I heard was, who "I thought was it was it? Charlotte Flair blowing out the mic." Oh yeah, this week Charlotte blew out the mic. Also, uh, Nia Jax did it again, I believe. Yeah, no, she did. Uh, but up next, promos. Ugh, Randy Orton cuts a dumb promo <laughs> as he's booked in a dumb chairs match, and Rey Mysterio came out and attacked Randy Orton. The end. And that's it. That's it's just so... Uh, let's not talk about any more of it. Let's talk about the next match. Jeff Hardy and Rusev teamed up to take on Samoa Joe and Shinsuke Nakamura. They they won. Uh, Rusev picking up the pinfall victory over Shinsuke. I mean, I got... I love... Get, the, the you gotta match, get him back the, in that big baby face uh, role. The Machu yeah. kick was good that he cut him off from the Kinshasa. Oh, that was – I texted you right after that kick. I was just like – I thought that was that was sold properly. That was performed. That was just great. But I was not entertained with this match. The only huh. part of this segment that had me hooked was the dance break that Truth and Carmella came out and did. Which was hilarious. Just make it a two-hour dance break. Yeah. I might not watch that, but <laughs> – <laughs> mean, You know, who may – who knows? Maybe I would. But uh, main event was Asuka taking on Charlotte Flair. Asuka picked up the victory via disqualification, which, aside from the ending, I thought was a good match. I agree with you. I and think when it I say when match, I say though. aside from the ending, it, it's just again like they're they're having a TLC match. The first ever women's TLC match. And the thing that they're focused on is a kendo stick. Yeah, it should be a kendo stick uh, stick sort of a gimmick match. Please tell me how that makes sense. Yeah. It it makes just as much sense as Flair getting another title shot. The only thing that I didn't like was the way that Charlotte Flair, after she did that moonsault, she kind of popped right up into that Oscar lock. That looked a little bit weird to me. Yeah. I know me and you were talking about uh, Brandon. Yeah. We were talking about that spot a little bit. And a lot of people on Twitter were defending it, but it just looked weird. And Oscar ended up on top. Which I like that too. I liked Oscar because. It has me you, worried. Well, we've been seeing Flair and Becky. And she, but, up uh, but you have to say, she looked sick standing on top of that commentator yeah. table. Like. Xeno Warrior Princess. Wow, I said that. 
Yeah. Yeah, Warrior Princess with the kendo stick in her hand. Sick. Sick. It, it just it, has it, me it has me worried that we're gonna get a new champion on Sunday and it's not gonna be Asuka. And I, I really hope that's not gonna happen. I don't think well, so. That's that's not what that promo is supposed to do. I thought you were gonna say it's gonna be Asuka. But well, I mean that's what every like, oh my god, Asuka came out on top in that segment. Obviously it's not gonna be Asuka winning the damn title. My entire surprise, I was happy that Asuka did end up on top because we've been seeing a lot of Flair and Becky. But I was surprised that Becky got involved because of all the speculation and stuff. And I like how involved she did get. And I thought that the ending was a lot of fun. And I like that usage of the kendo stick with Asuka. Um, Yeah, so that's SmackDown. Uh, That's SmackDown. Yeah, so we have a pay-per-view this Sunday. That being WWE TLC, live from San Jose, California, at the SAP Center. Thank you. All right, I'll take it from here. Um, these are in no particular order, but it's going to be uh, for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships, the Bar versus the New Day versus the Usos. Which, before we pick, I have to say this is a ridiculous amount of matches on a pay-per-view card. Yep, yeah. 12. It's absurd. What, is everybody going to get 10 minutes and then, uh, you know, 18 million promos? Like, the last one was Starcade, which wasn't even really a pay-per-view. That, that had good. 11, so that's a house show. That would make sense. Survivor Series had 8. All right, hmm. so who are you picking? I'm going to say uh, the bar. I'm going with the bar as well. I'll go with the bar. All right. Uh, you have so. Lashley. Give me a, give me a good Lashley. Lashley. Lashley, which he doesn't do, and he should be doing that. <laughs> Bridget got out of his seat to tell you that. Regardless, that's in... one prowrestlingtees.com slash wow, mark like, out. Hour, hour and a half into the show. and It's, it's, a, a, it's a ladder match. There's a guitar suspended above the ring, and the first person who retrieves it can use it as a weapon, even though I know Elias is going to be the person that gets the freaking weapon. Somehow Leo Lashley's going to be the person. Lashley's Leo Rush factor. You got they the Leo Rush. It's not even a Leo Rush thing. It's just this is a stupid, stupid, stupid stipulation match because it always seems where oh the first person to get to, gets to use it and then the other person ends up using it. That should be an instant disqualification. Lashley. You should write to them. You should Lashley. write. You should dumb. write to them. I'm going Very Bobby dumb. Lashley. Yeah, I'm obviously Lashley. it's Bobby Lashley. I'm saying Elias. I don't have any faith in Elias. I hope it's Elias. I don't have faith in it. <laughs> All right, next up you have a tables match. Natalia taking on Ruby Riot. I'm going Ruby Riot. Nah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going Natty. I'm going Natty also. Oh, man, I want to see Natalia put through that table. Yeah, because you're going to have the whole Riot squad out there also. Yeah. Maybe Natalia will put Ruby Riot through a table that has one leg strap on it. You never know. You got Finn Balor, who's been missing from action this week due to illness, facing off against Brandon McIntyre. All right, good. Yeah, I was uh, I was in my head saying how stupid the mixed match challenge finals the are. What the mixed match challenge? Because right. because up until this week, Finn Balor was in the running for it. So it's stupid because then here he would have had double duty. Oh, that's awesome! Like, come on, we're not dumb. Yeah, well... I'm going to say Drew McIntyre. I'm going Mac and Tack. Uh, yeah, I'm going D-Mac as well. Yeah. D-Mizzle? Well, since you were bringing up the Mixed Match Challenge, Fabulous Truth, take it on uh, the... Mahalisha. Yeah, Mahalisha. Which I'm very, going Fabulous Truth. Very, very, very surprising. 18 more times, Mixed Match Challenge. 
mixed match challenge. It's very surprising here, man. <laughs> the last year, the the very first one, Miz and Asuka won, and here they uh, they got eliminated. But right. did anybody actually follow this straight through? Everyone. I never. I have never oh. watched a mixed match once. I gave up on it the first night because my Facebook was acting up. Exactly. I wasn't into this at all. I, I caught. I, I caught the little clips on on Twitter. Well, they, they put them up fa- on the the network. Yeah, but nobody. I don't know. I'm going fabulous truth on this one. But yeah, I'm going fabulous truth as well. And uh, if they win, they also they get a vacation, and uh, they get the thirtieth spot in the Royal Rumble match. Mm-hmm. What are you? What about you, Chris? I'm saying the truth as well because I just want to see Carmella come out at number thirty, do dance break, and get eliminated immediately. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't get me wrong; I love Carmella, but Carmella. Carmella. Uh, all right, calling the, spots before they happen. <laughs> uh, you got the cruiserweight championship on the line when uh, the champion Betty Maffey. Thank you very much. Defends against <laughs> the former champion Cedric Alexander. I'm saying Betty Maffey. Yeah, I'm going with Buddy Murphy. I'm gonna go with Betty Murphy, too. Uh, Ray Mysterio taking on Randy Orton. I'm shaking my fist. Chairs match. I'm gonna Ray's go just with... fisting right now. What the hell is a chairs BLF. match? It, it's been how many years since a chairs match became a thing? <laughs> and we what still don't know last, what it what is. What's that last chairs match between Wade Barrett and... Uh... They changed the rules of a chairs match. I don't yeah. care. That last match between Wade Barrett and John Cena was amazing. When he pulled out all of them, it just went right well, over. Well, yeah, but nobody's ever done that again. Because was I that know. like was that not the... the You're supposed to do it every single year? Was the thing for... Because I, I thought the, the whole chairs match winning stipulation was that like you had to bury your opponent in chairs yeah. because of that spot yes yeah, and smoke no it's and now I'm, and now I it's like fast forward thing. fast forward it's like oh what's a chairs match uh, it's, uh, it's just a few you chairs, could just use chairs. you could use chairs it's the only legal right. weapon so who are you guys going to pick for this it's a tough one you got two vets i'm going ray jr even though that makes no sense this match makes no sense I'm saying Randy Orton. Randy Orton in 2018 makes no sense. I'm going to say Randy Orton on this one. Oh, uh, yeah. All right. Now we're getting to the meat potatoes. We got four big matches that all these could headline the whole thing. But we'll start off with the TLC match for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Becky Lynch will be making her first match in a very long time. Facing off against Charlotte Flair and Asuka. I'm going to say the man. Becky Lynch is winning. Wait, has she not wrestled since Evolution? No. no. I don't think so. I'm going to go with the man as well. No, she's had to have wrestled after Evolution. Cause what yeah, because caused... she got punched in the face. Right. Oh, no. Yeah, Survivor Series, right. So that that's when it was. The Raw before Survivor Series. Um, I'm going to go with Becky Lynch as well. Even even so, even though you said before about the entire flair with us, yeah, I really I'm gonna be so disappointed if anyone but the man Becky Lynch wins. All right, well, Brandon's gonna be wearing his man shirt on Sunday for the um, Intercontinental yeah, Championship. I was gonna say for the Raw Women's Championship. Yeah, let's go, go for it. Go for one of them. Seth he, Rollins he, will be defending his Intercontinental Championship against Dean Ambrose. Hmm. Rollins. Bob Backlund. Uh, I'm gonna um, say Rollins as well. Mm. I'm gonna it say Rollins. Tough, I don't want it because it just I would be so 
uninterested with Ambrose as champion. Because Dean, because Dean Ambrose has been getting the upper hand too many times on Seth Rollins during this entire feud. You got to have the big blowback go to the big, uh, the, the baby face, but For the WWE Raw Women's Championship, you have the champion Ronda Rousey defending the title against the challenger Nia Jax. There's no way Nia Jax is winning this. Yeah, yep, I'm going Rousey. Rousey across the board. Yep, amen, brother. And the final... Oh, not the final match. No, you still got two more matches there's two there. Two more matches. There's Braun Strowman versus Baron Corbin. If uh, Baron Corbin wins, he becomes the permanent general manager. Um, and I believe... Does, does Strowman get... Lose his yeah, match he- at the Rumble? Yeah, he doesn't, uh, he, he doesn't get a match at the Rumble. Okay, so, and obviously we haven't seen Braun Strowman in a few weeks. He's been injured. Um, I can't help but think Corbin's going to climb all the way to the top. This is also dumb because it's a waste of a TLC match. I'm saying I'm saying Braun Strowman. I would assume Corbin, yeah, Corbin gets put through a table or something and Strowman comes out. Yeah, Maybe, he, maybe Heath Slater gets these hands. Hmm. Maybe he'll be the, the referee there. It's kind of interesting because then what kind of position does it put Bliss in? Because that's an entire storyline of itself with her being in charge as well. So no. she would be losing her uh No, position. that's not that's not necessarily true. Well, I think it they could easily make it into something. Not to mention she's been rumored to be cleared, so... Yeah, I'm not bringing that up, but I think that that could be well, a, a storyline of its own. But I'm saying, like, if she gets... Her position stripped away, then she's cleared to wrestle again. No, oh, yeah, but it's still a storyline that could be used. I'm going with Strowman. I'm I think going all with Strowman. Of us are Strowman, right? Yeah. Main event of the evening, or at least it should be the main event. WWE Championship. Daniel Bryan defending against AJ Styles. I'm going Daniel Bryan. I'm going so the I. new Daniel Bryan. I we didn't pick too many different matches, did we? I, no. I think it was just the tables match. Was, no, it was uh, Brandon picked Rey Mysterio over Randy Orton. Tables match <laughs> too, no? Dave picked Table, Ryan. Tables match. I'm going Ruby. I picked, El- I picked Elias in the Lashley Elias match. And that was it. And the table match. Yeah. Yeah, so table. time will tell who comes out the victor on Sunday. At TLC, but until then, let's get to shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. First shameless plug goes to Bar Wrestling on the 19th in LA. Make sure you go check out their event taking place. You're going to see Violence Unlimited. That's right, Brody King and Tyler Bateman taking on Scorpio Sky and and Watts. You got Brian Cage taking on Chris Ridgewood, PJ Black, Doomfly, Shotzi Blackheart, Killer Bays, and so many more. So make sure you go check out Bar Wrestling. Also, Ron Funches. Uh, right? I said his last name right. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Funches. Okay. Ron Funches. Uh, at Ron Funches, he's going to have a special on Comedy Central, 11 p.m. on January 4th. Uh, I think he is hilarious. And I think that that special is definitely going to be worth checking out. So go check him out. Hopefully he comes to the brokerage at some point. That would be cool. And go see him. Also, we mentioned all of their names before, uh, most of them, some of their names before, with the tryouts taking place. Make sure you follow some of these wrestlers. So you got Cooley Ao, follow him at Buffa underscore Ao. 
You got Jake Atlas at I am Jake Atlas. Tasha Steeles at Real T Steeles. And Penelope Ford at the Penelope Ford. Go support them. Go support all the other wrestlers that did have tryouts at this uh, WWE tryout. And yeah. Hey, Chris, how about that match of the week? Chris's match of the week. Chris's match of the week. That's what, right? It's another thing of. Oh, man. I ruined it. But That's okay. It's fine. Chris's match of the week this week. Uh, I've been talking it up for a while. CZW Cage of Death 20. Shane Strickland versus Rich Swan versus John Silver in a triple threat match, which was just awesome. We mentioned it earlier on the show. John Silver picked up the victory. Uh, go check it out on the High Spots Network because I have finally subscribed to the High Spots Network so I can watch PWG and a bunch of shoot interviews. Um, so it'll be cool. Go check it out. CZW Cages at 20. The event itself was just awesome. Brandon, who's shouting out? I'm Louie Anderson. Survey says Brandon shout outs. First shout out is going to the Goldbergs show on ABC. Uh, this week they had a holiday episode and the older son, Barry, was going over what he thought were the lyrics to the 12 Days of Christmas. And he had said 11 Roddy Pipers. <laughs> I thought that was Sorry. funny. I always I think the Goldbergs is a great TV show, so uh, it's on ABC. Check it out. Has Bill ever been on it? Bill was a few few episodes. He was uh, the gym teacher's brother, and the gym teacher's like a real scrawny guy. They make so, a lot. They do have a lot of pro wrestling uh, references at times. Yeah. So it's I played that. I, I I mentioned on the show, and I gave it a shameless plug when Dave wasn't here one week. The '80s Wrestling Returns game on my iPhone, and. It, I, how they have our spoof guys. There's a guy named not Goldberg. His name is Samson. <laughs> Maybe it's it looks, Elias. No, it's not Elias. It looks exactly like Goldberg. Remember that used to be Elias's last name? Yeah, Elias Samson. That's right. Uh, next shout out's going to Goodburger. There's been a lot of talk of like a Keenan and Kel reunion and Keenan and Kel wanting to do a sequel to Goodburger, which I'm like all for that. And uh, I know they Kel had said he would want to do a sequel to Good Burger with cast members of the original, all that. So I think that'd, that'd be, be cool. interesting. Yeah, uh, and then the last shout out is going to Matthew McConaughey because he was on the Graham Norton show with uh, John Cena and told. Oh, I wanted to watch this clip. He told John Cena a story about how he was once kicked out of a wrestling event in Texas for throwing tomatoes at Skandar Akbar. Get the tomatoes! <laughs> he threw, uh, I, he says, we threw a full bag at Skandar Akbar. <laughs> and it's like, what? Like, what a mark. Matthew McConaughey used to be a mark. That's awesome. Now he sells Lincolns. And he also has a pretty good uh, whiskey, the Longhorn. Pretty good. Yeah. Never never uh had it or knew he had a whiskey. Yeah. You ever it's drink nice. you ever drink that uh vodka that Dan Aykroyd sold? No. no. I think it was the Crystal Skull maybe. Oh wait, yes. That was I him. have never had it. I've seen the bottle before. It looks spectacular. I, I think that's his. Probably it sucks. I, one time when that like first came out, I wanted to go. He was signing in New York City and I was like, Oh hell yeah, I'm gonna go. And then I was like, Oh wait. 
I'm not 21. <laughs> That's funny. I, I didn't realize that that was his product. I, I think it is. I'm not positive. But, uh, yeah, those are my shout-outs. Now it's time for... Our... Markout Moment of the Week! That is right, our Markout Moment of the Week! You guys got any? I got one. I have a big one, I think. All right, you go first. So, this week's NXT episode took place, and Ricochet needed an opponent to face for the North American Championship, and it's silence, and all of a sudden you hear, oh my god, look, it's Tyler! <laughs> and Tyler Breeze came out as his opponent, and I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, no, I thought it was going to be one of my matches of the week, but I decided against, I decided against it. But no, fantastic match. I really, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, I the think that they I, did a great job. The one thing I wish that had happened was him coming out with a uh, selfie stick. But the phone is just fine. It's always good to see that <laughs> entrance and, and see the. It's good to see him wrestle. It's been quite a while since we've seen that. Fandango's been injured, so. Mm-hmm. I was actually playing uh, Universe Mode 2K19 and. Uh, had the Money in the Bank pay per view. I was, I went into the match as Kalisto to have to to hopefully win the the contract. I got every green thing that I needed to get in to to win the match, except for the last one. I got thrown off the ladder. Tyler Breeze climbed up and won the match. Sick. Oh. And I was like, you know what? Screw you, Brock Lesnar. <laughs> <laughs> and Tyler Breeze cashed in and won the Universal Championship. There you go. I'm going to say that I marked out for that entire list of the WWE uh, Performance Center tryout, all the wrestlers that we recognize on there. One of them that I didn't mention before was uh, Serpentico. Uh, he was there as well. Um, very happy to always see the wrestlers that we're familiar with and that we become familiar with as we promote them through uh, Twitter and the podcast. And we're always pulling for all the pro wrestlers out there. And I, I always mark out for that. Also, there's another Joey Janela spring break. There's a part two for huh. next year, so yeah. And they're they're giving enough time that if you're going to NXT Takeover, that you'll get there in time. I honestly don't know who's going from Brooklyn to Jersey that late at night, but well, the thing is with that, Janela also said that it's going to be a totally different card with totally different wrestlers from the previous card. Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna join New Japan that weekend, and maybe um, uh, jo- Joey Ryan's uh, male appendage party. I don't know. I, I I'm tempted to go to something else, but I haven't figured out what. Yeah, it's tough. And I, uh, WWE, where the hell's access? Tell us. Let us know. We need uh, to know. So, so can I tell you the two things that I marked after this week? Yes. Do it up. So it's the holiday season, and everybody uh, lights up their houses with uh, full gimmicks and lights and everything like that. So we went to this house the other day where they tell you to tune to a certain station. Oh, and, one of those. Yeah, one of those where it's synchronized. The lights are synchronized with the radio. So you're looking at the lights, and the lights are going off and stuff like that. It was crazy. That's really cool. Yeah, it was spectacular. Then I found another one of those houses today while I was doing some errands. So may have to go back to that one. But also, 
Is, As it, you is know, it local podcast. to your area? What do you mean? Like it's near you? Yeah, it's near me. They have one in Belmore, I believe. Belmore is like South Belmore after like South of Sunrise Highway. Yeah. It's like right by you. Uh-huh. Um, and then there's one like going to me, towards me also. Um, but um, as we've known in this podcast, I am a fan of uh, the brown liquors and that being whiskey. Um, and also I am an ambassador for Maker's Mark, which just kind of got blown up on Reddit this week. So Oh, of- I know where you're going with this because I am too. What? what? Keep on going. But anyway, <laughs> so apparently they reward your ambassadors for uh, you know being for supporting the product. Uh, and this week I got a little uh, mail. I haven't got any Christmas cards from anybody yet this this year. Uh, but I did get a little uh, gift from Maker's Mark as they sent me Maker's Mark socks. Wait, yeah. how do they know you? I'm an ambassador for Maker's Mark. Well, like, how so does that happen? How do you become one? You sign I, up. It's you sign it's up for on free. the website. You sign up on the website. It's for free. Um, so I signed up. So um, I have my name on a barrel right now in the in the distillery. And in seven years, once the barrel matures, they give me an email say, "Hey, your barrel's ready. I can go to the distillery in Kentucky and get out of my barrel." They give me a customized label. They I get to hand dip my own bottle. Everything like that. It's gonna be amazing. So I'm a jerk, and I'm the person that thought that it was all i'm just in for the free stuff okay so the name that i have on my barrel is dave the rave sick (laughs) when did you sign up huh when did you sign up oh a while ago a long time ago so you got your socks this week too yeah yeah that's why that's why i said i knew where you're going because i got the socks in the mail i'm like this is actually pretty cool dude it's really awesome that's one of the uh uh-huh i'm saving those socks for christmas day yeah like my parents house i'm gonna put my feet up they always send really good stuff. I mean, in the past, they've sent, like, uh, a sweater for your beer. Oh, no, a sweater for your bottle. I saw that. I was at Total Wines today, and I got two bottles of whiskey, and I was going to get the Maker's Mark bottle just because it had the sweater on it. Uh-huh, yeah. But I had to stop myself. Yeah, they, they used to go uh, – they sent those out and all that. Huh? How long have you been an ambassador? I would have to look at the business cards that g- they gave me with Dave the Rave on it. <laughs> All right, so it had to be like after 2011. Yeah, yeah, probably three, probably three to four years. Wow, I didn't even know that. I, the only reason why I even signed up was because of you and Dan always talking about it, and then I saw that on their website they had like a, they were doing a free giveaway, and I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll, why not? I'll put my name on there. Free, and it's free, it's for me, right? Yeah, exactly. Wow, that's, uh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, Brandon's signing up right now. <laughs> I don't know socks what that was. Even, socks probably don't even fit me. I don't know what that was. I Brandon's am signing, I right am now. signing you're, up you're, right now. That's, those are the clicks. Well, Brandon, you're not gonna go get your own. You're not gonna go. Well, you're probably I mean, if, Jeff Loop else. If I'm I get to, uh, if I get to Kentucky, I'll, no, we'll, I'll buy anything with my name on no, it. Well, we're road tripping to Kentucky. If we're doing this, because yeah, you might as well bring it back like crates upon crates of whiskey. We're not bringing clothes. We're bringing whiskey. That's what Bobby did. It takes six months, a month or six to get my my barrel. My barrel is not yet in my barrel yet. Okay, I'm looking at my ambassador app right now, and my name isn't even on there. Let's see, Maker's Mark Ambassador. Let's see my barrel. 
my barrel name. It says it usually takes a month or six to get your barrel filled and stored in the warehouse. So my so, barrel's uh, birthday is November 1st, 2018. When do I get this? I, I just regret putting down Dave the Rave. Well, my, mine is B to the G. Yeah. Mine's Although my, my name. card, my ambassador card says my name. Which I, 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 thought, I thought it was going to say. I mean, it says Brandon. I thought it was going to say B to well, the Dave, G. I will invite you to the Maker's Mark ambassador group. Brandon, no. Yeah, I'm all right. I don't need to go to a group. Now, what is it? Is it on Facebook? Yeah, it's on Facebook. I don't know. I usually remain private. Okay, then I won't. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, the socks are cool, though. You'll get to stay a little bit warm. Are they like normal socks, or do they have like stuff on the bottom? Or? No, they're socks. I'll send you a picture right now, because I took a picture of them the other day when I got them. Um, they're socks, and they have little Maker's Mark bottles on them. Brandon... It's like, oh, it's a, it's a big time. Uh, it's like, are you a maker's mark or are you just a pro wrestling mark or both? <laughs> Tee Funny. Tee hee. That's our show for this week. Uh, marking out 410. Thank you, for everybody, for listening. Let's get those likes. Let's get those reviews up. ProWrestlingTees.com slash marking out. Also, social media wise, YouTube.com slash marking out 11. Facebook.com slash marking out, Twitter.com slash marking out. Email us, marking out one at gmail.com. Maybe 2019, you want to uh, turn the leaf. You got a great business. You want to sponsor our show. Get a weekly plug every week on the show. Do that. Marking out one at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Chris Weendog. Apparently, Dave- by the way, sorry to cut you off. Apparently, Conan, Conan O'Brien has the best plugs and ads, oh, ads on his podcast. That I well, guess is. That other that other podcast, you know how they have like their random ads they just go into. Well, that's through your server. Like now that Edge and Christian are on Westwood One, now they get all these random plugs. But like they're like doing them or no? No, they're not doing. Them. See, like with Jericho, how Jericho like he, it seems like he's in the middle of a show. Yeah, and, then and all he just of a sudden, takes like it, Yeah, so I, I'm I'm assuming Conan has something like that, but better. Huh. Huh. But yeah, you can follow Dave at Dave the Rave underscore mo. Follow me at bttg161. Chris at Chris Sweendog at Marking Out. Is that it? YouTube.com slash Marking Out Eleven. We wish you the the yes best best of luck in your future endeavors. Happy. Week. Oh.